Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui, everybody's favorite relationship podcast. And I don't want to toot my own horn, but if the horn is right there and it needs a little toot, and then you already know who better is it to do the job besides me. Exactly. Thank you very much for tuning into another episode. I know y'all missed me. I missed y'all too. This is one of my favorite things to do. It's literally therapeutic for me to do this. I feel like we're all on this journey together. I tell y'all all all the time, whenever you're going through something and you feel like you're the only one going through it, just know that we get over 20,000 listens every episode. And there's so many people, if you read the Apple reviews, there's so many people who love the podcast. So whatever you're going through, anybody that's listening in right now, you feel like you're just having a tough time. You're just going through so much shit right now. You don't know where you're going. You don't, you miss somebody. You don't know if you're coming or going. Because I know what that felt like. And you just feel like it's just overwhelming right now in your life. Or you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Or you're not sure if things will get better for you. They will. Be hopeful. Be positive. And just know that some some of us out here that's going through a lot of shit, that's always going through something, that's always having a hard time. Listen, we be having bigger blessings waiting for us. And sometimes you never know. All of this that you're going through is for you to be able to tell your story to somebody else and say, girl, you're going to get through it. And for you to be the motivation and the support for somebody else eventually down the line that's going to need it. So I ain't want to start the episode off all emotional, but I just wanted to say that just in case anybody needed to hear it. Um, just keep praying, just keep being positive and just keep trying to just do your best. A little recap of what's been going on with me is I had a friend's given. That's really the highlight of what's been going on with me. The Friendsgiving was a success. I recorded a video of like everything that I was doing so that I could try to make a TikTok video. And girl, like that's just too much work. Like it's too much work and I don't feel like it. So hopefully I will be able to make the video so I can show you how I rearranged my house. But I'm not really hopeful about me having the emotional or mental capacity to put this video together. But I'll try. Other than that... um, my daughter is seven months um, on the 23rd. Is she seven months or eight months? I don't know. Might be eight months. Child, eight or seven. 23rd, though, I know that. Um, Yeah, my baby has no interest in crawling. If anybody wants to send advice to the podcast page to for me about getting my baby to eat real foods to calm my anxiety, please feel free. My baby is eating baby food and purees, but I'm so scared to give her textures. Like, I'm just so scared, like, of choking and stuff like that. It's just the mommy and anxiety is fucking me up real bad when it comes to her eating real food. So if you got any advice to how to just help me with that, don't hesitate to send it to me. Yeah, that's really been my only highlight that I had going on was the Friendsgiving. It was so much fun. We played this card game called You Tried It. The card game, it was a black on card game. It was super fun. I would recommend it more like if it was a girl's night or your friends. It's it's a lot of nasty questions and stuff from your whole face that it kind of would make you uncomfortable answering some of the questions in front of your man. Like, so it was funny because people wasn't trying to sip if they done it. Like, it's really kind of like, what's that game called? Have you ever, never have I ever. But yeah, today's episode is basically about uh, y'all having sex too fast. Calm the down. So somebody sent me a video of um, Jada Waiter on TikTok 
talking about during the interview talking about how she had sex with her baby dad the first time they linked up and there was so many people in the comments like yeah that's what I'm saying I gotta try it out before I invest my time and her preference her life I'm not judging her I love the girl like I love her page I love her style so I'm not judging her but it's so many other people and this is like a rare case like it ain't like let's not make it seem like it's people that's having sex super fast and then they go on to go be married and whisk off into the sunset it was some people even in the comments saying, well, that's not really a good example because y'all not even together no more or are you just a baby mom? It's two sides. It still was a long relationship whether it worked out or not. It wasn't like he just ignored her. They went on to go have a child to be in a full-blown relationship. And her point was sometimes that don't matter. And that was for her. But me personally, I, I feel like men know their intentions with you in the beginning. Okay. Either he can never see himself being with you. He has no intentions on being with you. His plan is to only waste your time. Okay. Or he he can see himself with you, but not right now. We have sex and then, you know, he decides that he does want to be in a relationship. Because there's men that I feel like don't want to be in relationships right now. But that's not to say that they can't see themselves with you. Okay. So I personally feel like y'all know how I'm, I'm always talking about how I feel about having sex. I definitely feel like as an adult, which most of us are probably over 25 listening to the podcast, and I know some people like to use the excuse with casual sex, oh, we grown, we all got needs. I just don't want to exchange sexual energy with people that I don't have an intimate connection with. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, no. I want to have some type of emotional connection with the person I'm having sex with because I want to look at sex like a, as an experience, as a ritual, as something sacred. I don't want to look at it like, oh, he just wanted to get his nut off or I just need to freaking get fucked real quick. I don't want to look at it like something that's so raunchy and nasty and disgusting or like, you know, I just need to get fucked tonight. That's not how I'm trying to look at it. And when I think back on the relationships that I was I was in before that was built on physical connections, meaning the emotional connection is not that deep, but the sex is so good that you try to make excuses for everything else because you love having sex with this person. And I know we've all been in, this is how so many situationships be happening. I know that we've all been in situations where morally, characteristically, this motherfucker get on your goddamn nerves, okay? You can't stand his ass. When it comes to the sex, his ass is nasty and he got you in a choke hold and you can't let him go. So I know what it's like to be like, oh my gosh, I can't stand him. Oh my gosh, I want to fuck him. So I know. And that is when we get into people saying like, I just got this soul tower. I don't know why I can't leave him alone and stuff like that. When we really think about how intoxicating that sex be feeling, I promise you it's really because there's no other emotional connection there's no other intimacy besides when y'all have sex i've said this before when all of your love languages are neglected in a relationship when you're in a relationship with a person who cannot show you show up for you in the way that you need them to but the sex is good in those moments of intimacy and in those moments of sex you're trying to get everything that you need out of them in no in in those moments you're trying to get the physical touch, the affirmation, the small acts of kindness, the intimacy, the all, listen, like the gift giving, the giving the head and the oral. So you're trying to get every last love language out of them because this is the only time we can see eye to eye. This is the only time we could have any type of deep connection. So when you keep fucking people that you're not even supposed to be with and you can't figure out why you can't leave them alone or why you keep going back or why it's so hard for you to ignore them, the things that you are consistently being deprived of, you do receive when you're having sex with them. 
And our body is craving a dope, craving the dopamine. Our body is it's the feel good drug. We're craving, we're craving that emotion of wanting to feel good again. Like one is not enough. You know what? I'm gonna call him tonight. I know I said I didn't want to talk to him no more. I know I told him I don't want to be with him, but I'm calling him back because I want to see him tomorrow. So when the way I look at it, when I take my time, and even to the people that want to be abstinent and stuff like that, and people that want to be on celibate journeys. All of those different things. The the real goal is to be and if the real goal is to date people and be with people and truly get to know are are you compatible with them? Do we have chemistry? Do I actually like you? Is no being blinded from sexual chemistry. Is no being blinded or making excuses because we had sex and now I don't want to feel like I wasted my time. I don't want to feel like he's gonna talk to somebody else. I don't wanna feel like He's not going to want to be with me if I don't have sex. You should not want to have, you should only be having sex for any, no other reason besides this is what I want to do. This is something I want to share and experience with you because of how I feel about you. And being honest and real, if it's really something here, because we can't say, well, I did want to experience this with him because it was just a vibe. Be honest. If a person has really invested emotionally in you for you to want to give them your body, not that me having sex with you is a reward. But why would I want to experience something sacred with a person that don't fuck with me like that? Why would I be wanting to have sex with a person that does not fuck with me like that? He don't fuck with you. He not consistent. He barely texts you. He barely tries to see you. He doesn't even plan anything with you. Y'all never have been out together. What is, what is, what are you, why are you desiring to have sex with a person that is showing no interest in you? Are you craving them or do you have something to prove? Do you feel like this may change their mind? If I have sex with him and it is good and he see what I'm working with, I bet you I'll change his mind. I don't want to put my pussy up for collateral in order for a person to like me. I don't want to sacrifice my body for a person to be interested in me. A man should just know or a man should just be interested and who I am, I would rather him be interested in me based off looks. Because even if the looks is getting me in the door, at least he could see, he'll find out that I have a great personality. I'm family oriented. I'm a nurturer. I'm super hilarious if you ask me myself. So I want the, I want the basis of what we are building to be based off the connection of, I got to know you for who you are and you a good person. You got so many other perks about you, but I fuck with you because of who you are. How you treat me, how you treat other people, and how you treat yourself. And that's something that I feel like a lot of people aren't focused on. Is this a person of good character? Yeah, we ha- we having sex super quick. Because he got money or he drive a nice car or he work here. All of these shallow reasons. If we look at the dynamic of this generation with the fact that it's people that's willing to have a child with basketball players and rappers and stuff like that and procreate life with a person that treats them like shit and stuff like that if we look at the dynamic of how this generation is being run even with the men they have sex with a million different women every single day of the week and it means nothing to them the dynamic of how this generation is operating isn't built off the idea that what we're doing is something that is sacred it's not built with the understanding of how much energy is being exchanged how much I'm opening myself and my emotions up to you, how it's causing me to be vulnerable, how it's causing me to like you more, how it may change how I feel about you. I may like you more, I may like you less. But it's literally, everybody is just, 
is no is no values when it comes to that. If you met a guy right now and you say and you told him like, oh well, you know, I'm waiting to have children after I get married, or I'm waiting for to to have sex until I'm married, like they will literally look at you like you're crazy, like you're a weirdo. By deciding to set a certain standard for myself and my body and make a conscious decision that if I'm going to share this with somebody, I want it to least at least to be with somebody who is invested enough in me to say, you know what? I don't want to be with anybody else. I care about you and only you. And I want to wake up to you every single day for the rest of my life. Oh, well, marriages be failing sometimes and they don't even be working. Okay, but at least I try to operate with some moral compass. At least I tried to do this shit right. Even if it did not work out the way I wanted it to, at least I attempted to. So when we have sex so fast and we don't have enough time to get to know somebody, to see if we're compatible, to see if there's real chemistry, that's when I feel like we end up disappointed because now we had sex with somebody that we're not compatible with, that there's no real chemistry with, but the sex was freaking delicious. So now we ignore every red flag and make every excuse in the book so that we can continue on in a relationship where we're ultimately just wasting our time. And you would have been willing to accept that about freaking three months ago had you not had sex with him. Even if I don't have sex with you, I feel like it's less of a risk. If you do start showing your ass or you do start being different or acting like, you don't want to talk to me or you're not interested anymore. I don't feel like my feelings would be as hurt as they would when knowing I gave my body to somebody that does not appreciate me. So even with that being said, the, the times where I've been disappointed, the times where I felt like somebody really played in my face, really embarrassed me or treated me like shit. Most of the time when I've been hurt the deepest, it's literally been because I gave you some vagina. Had I not had sex with you, I could have probably charged this to the game a little bit better. But because I gave you my body, it's hurting because I feel like I wasted my time and I should have never have did that. You ever have sex with somebody and you literally be laying there like, why did I fuck him? Like, why did I give him some pussy? Like, I can't believe I gave his corny ass. Oh my gosh. I'm not telling nobody about this shit. I'm not telling the soul. And it's because we didn't do our proper fact check. We didn't get to know the person as, as much as we should. We didn't even allow, we don't even allow people enough time to really prove that they are truly interested in us. Texting and talking every day, that is not being interested. Like that's not being consistent and putting in effort. Anybody can call and text you every single day. So stop having a reason to just do what you want to do and snap back to reality. I feel like we are, sometimes we already have in our mind what we want to do or how we want to act. And we literally ignore every freaking thing that would allow us to make a better decision. Like we literally would sit there, create fantasies, illusions and daydreams and stuff just so we could do what we want to do. And for it to not work out for us. If you knew better, listen, you would do better. And then sometimes it just takes us being accountable with ourselves to say, you know what, because of my bad decisions, because of my lack of accountability or self-control when it comes to me having sex or whatever the case may be, is the reason why I end up in so many situations that I don't got no business being in. It's the reason why I'm by myself. It's the reason why I'm having a baby by this ain't shit man. And I'm not judging it, but 
ultimately, listen, if I was talking to my, if I was giving the same advice to my mom and me and my sister don't have the same dad, I love my mom. I'm not trying to play my mom, but listen, me and my mom has had this conversation several times and my mom was like, my mom has said, like, I didn't make the best decisions when it came to, of course, her children are blessings. But we, when we bring in life into this world, I would hope that you are going to, I know, and, we, and when sometimes when we don't want to be accountable, we say things like, well, things happen. And everybody make mistakes, yes. But are we learning? Are we being honest? Or are we just trying to be passive aggressive because we don't want to admit that, you know what, I fucked up and it's okay. Because I'm learning and I'm growing from my mistakes. And it is what it is. And I'm not blaming nobody else. But because I'm the one in control of my body and my decisions, I'm allowed to say that I don't want to have sex and there's no connection. I don't want to have casual sex. I definitely don't want to have sex with somebody on the first date. I don't even know your middle name. I don't need to text no dick out. I don't need to feel like, oh, I got to test it out first. No, I don't, I don't want to do all of that. Because for one, my relationship isn't going to be based off sex. For two, even if the sex is not good. Oh, and I say this all the time. If a person likes you and cares about you, they are going to learn how to please you. So the thought of me not liking the sex with my partner, like, damn, what if I meet my soulmate? I never thought like that because I know if I was with a person that really loved me and cared about me, they would want to learn my body. A person that really loves me and cares about me and his goal is to please me, he's going to try to figure out how to please me. A man that is selfish and only gives a fuck about himself, he doesn't even have no room to love me. He doesn't even have room to love me the way I need to be loved. So I'm not even thinking about him because I would never end up in his presence in the first place. A selfish man who only wants him, him to be pleased, that doesn't care about my happiness or what satisfies me, he doesn't have no space for me in his life anyway. So I would never end up there. Because in the dating process, when I was taking my time and I was getting to know somebody and were we compatible and do we have chemistry and what kind of conversation does he have? What kind of character does he have? Is he a good person? I would have knew right out the door. Listen, because sometimes, listen, the selfish people who want to sit there talking about all, they self all the time. I imagine those people being selfish lovers. I don't imagine those people being people who aim to please. I don't imagine it. So with that being said, I know if a person really cares about you and loves you, unless they just lacking in that department when it comes to size and y'all got to negotiate and work out some other kinks. I just feel like a person who cares about you will learn, how, learn, please you to learn your body. And that's, that's how I feel about it. But because sex is so important to so many people, which I get and which I understand, they ignore every other quality because the sex is good. And that's what I'm getting at. You don't give a, you don't give a hell that he a cheater, that he a liar, that he a manipulator, that he a narcissist, that freaked all of these different red flags, but the sex is so bomb so we can make excuses for him. So to the people who, and I'm not saying put a time limit on it, I'm saying really be comfortable. I really feel like this is going somewhere and we building something. So I want to have sex with you. I'm not saying like, oh, it has to be 90 days. I'm saying like, I'm, I'm truly comfortable. I truly really like and appreciate where this is going. Now, I'm not saying time limit. 
But shit, that won't hurt for some of y'all either. Some of y'all need to give y'all vagina a break anyway, if we being honest. Not judging. I know I always say not judging, but I guess like a part of me still be kind of judgy. Because in order for me to give my opinion, I have to judge the situation. But still not judging. But still judging a little bit. Just something for y'all to think about when it comes to having sex fast. How many times do you feel like you could have saved yourself from wasting your time or any other thing had you waited to have sex with a person or had you not fucked them at all? Had I not had sex with you at all or never even wasted time with you, I would have saved myself a lot of heartache, a lot of embarrassment, a lot of being lied to, a lot of being manipulated had I never had sex with you. And then sometimes we can't even really get to know a per- we don't really get to know a person because we end up moving so fast. It's people that's like, oh, it just moved so fast. Like we was dating, we had sex, like we had a baby at the third month, and then like I realized he was a manipulator. And it's just like, wow, like that is like super fast. Like how many, how much, how long does it take to even get like benefits at your job? That's not even long enough to get like dental and healthcare. I think you at least got to be at some of the jobs for six months, right? I know at the post office, I had to be there for a year to even get some benefits. So the fact that like after three months, it was okay to procreate life. That doesn't sound like the most sound decision. Still, again, not judging. Not judging. And if you decide to move fast, at that point, we are focusing on character. Because me and my partner, when we got together, story time, (laughs) when we got together, I feel like we moved fast. But my partner, in my opinion, is a person of good character. Like, he's just an all-around great guy, in my opinion. Like, he's just a good dude. So it would would not make, it it wouldn't make me fearful with the moving fast with him. I felt like if anything, he would be, he should be more fearful with me because I'm the one that's proper. I'm out there properly dating, being by myself, single woman, successful, living with, in her nice apartment with her son. Like if it, if it was anybody that should be afraid, it probably would have been him. And I joke about this all the time because like I'm more of a outgoing personality, personality than he has. Like he's more chilled and laid back, but our relationship did move fast, but he is a person of good character. So even if it did not work out, I'd never imagined if it didn't like, cause it was times where like, this is really scary. I haven't been in a serious relationship in a while. What if it don't work? But things that never crossed my mind would be like cheating, him beating on me and being disrespectful, calling me out my name. So even if it didn't work because we moved fast, I never imagined it being something extreme because of character. People ignore character because he has a nice car he's successful he's handsome he has nice teeth he's fun but not really focusing on character how does he treat the people around him how does he treat himself how does he talk to me when he's upset or when he's angry how does he talk to other people when he's upset what is then what are things that he values what what are things that he finds important like is he disciplined it's so many things about character that people skip that if they paid more attention to it, they wouldn't even have made it to having sex. They wouldn't even want to have gone to that part because I found out about the type of character of a person that you are. And I'm not interested in this type of person. So that's literally like what I want people to understand. So we moved pretty fast. 
And one thing I will say, like I've said before, even though we moved fast, he was very intentional. Buying flowers, wanting to go out on dates, wanting to see me. So it wasn't like you're... It wasn't like moving fast, whereas we was on the phone every day. And then the first time we linked up and it was a wrap. We were on the phone all day the first day. And then sporadically, like we would talk every day, but it wouldn't be a long conversations every single day. Like, cause we both had lives, but every day he was at least trying to like, at least talk to me through the day. When we finally did link up and hang out together, it was cool. Then we hung out again. We would find little stuff to do. Like we went on a Lowe's date. We went out to eat a couple times. We went for walks, rode our bikes before. Like it was so many different things, but just being intentional. Okay. And I knew like, I really, really liked him. I knew I liked him because I wanted my friends to know. I was thinking about what I was thinking about things like, damn, well, what if he meet my son? Nobody had never met my son before. And one of the things that I think about when you think of this getting serious is thinking about the people that you want you know, this person to meet. I know there's been times where I've liked the person and we fantasize about when we get married or what our kids will look like and stuff like that. Like, But when you like somebody and you want your sister to meet them or your dad to meet them, I feel like that's a good sign that you really like this person. Like, you know what? Like, my dad would really like you. Like, or you and my mom would really get along. Like, I feel like that is a positive thing. When you meet in somebody and you like them so much that the people that you care about, you feel like they should meet them. Like, I really think y'all would get along. That's a good sign. Um, but yeah, we moved really fast. And something yesterday at the um, Friendsgiving that we had at our game night, we was talking about one of our first arguments. And we used to have little arguments all the time in the beginning. And I know that sometimes people say, like, if y'all having arguments or disagreements already in the beginning and that's probably a bad sign or y'all shouldn't be together in the beginning of our relationship not to get off topic when it comes to like having sex fast and stuff because that was the basis of what we talking about but we wrapped that up let me just tell y'all about this don't have sex fast take your time so you don't waste your time that's the moral of that and that's how I feel about that and I'm not taking back anything that I said but let's get back to the story in the beginning of our relationship, we would bicker and argue all the time. And there's been times where we broken up and taking breaks in the beginning. No, the breaks weren't super long and the breakups wasn't long. Like maybe like a week, two weeks and stuff like that. But hold on, y'all. I had to yawn. The reason why we would break up in the beginning is because I am a person who is very in tune with my emotions and I'm always expressing how I feel. I can express how I feel and not talk down on you, not degrade you, not be mean, not curse. I just want to talk about this. I want to talk and express this because I love you and I care about you and I don't never want to go through something with the person I love and is built up. Okay, I don't want to bottle things up. I don't want things to build up. I don't want things to escalate. So I'm always communicating. My partner was used to being in relationships and situationships where he did not need to communicate properly. Or if he did, he didn't. And he would shut down or he would just not talk to people anymore. So to be in a relationship and be challenged to express yourself properly and tell somebody how you feel and have a conversation, it was very difficult and challenging for him. So when a person finds something difficult or challenging, what do they do? They want to they wanna run or they want to leave or they say, no, I'm cool off this because it's hard. Especially when you with a person that is used to getting things right. And I feel like because he excels and 
almost everything that he does, being in a situation where there's something that I'm not good at, he wasn't used to that. One thing I will give, one, one piece of advice I will give to anybody that is in a relationship with a person that does not communicate and you're the better communicator, don't you ever, 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 and this is with anybody in your life, this is one of the best advice that I will get you, give you. Don't you ever in your life talk down on somebody for being a bad communicator just because you're a good one. Even if you, you're thinking right now that you've done this, stop doing it. I'm telling you. Stop. You are not making it a safe space for the people that you love. You're not making it... No, you're not making it a safe space for the people that care about you or that you care about and they will not want to talk to you. When it comes to your relationships, your family members, your children, your friends, any of them, stop talking down on people because they don't communicate as well as you. And I'm going to give you an example if you're not understanding. Getting in an argument with your partner and he, he's shutting down and you telling him, see, that's your problem now. You're a grown ass man and don't know how to communicate properly. So now I'm constantly reminded that I can't do something right and I'm not adequate. I'm inadequate. That's what he's hearing. How you're criticizing the fact that he doesn't communicate well. Look at you sitting there shutting the fuck down. You ain't got nothing to say. Constantly reminding that I constantly being reminded that I can't talk as good as her. Use your words at this big ass age. You can't use your words like an adult. You can't talk like an adult. Being con- not only is she emasculating me now, telling me to use my words as if I'm a child, but she's also reminding me that I can't communicate as well as her. None of what you're doing is making a person feel safe enough to express their feelings and communicate with you. Nothing that what none of what you just did made me feel like you know how to care or take care of my emotions. At my big ass age, at your big ass age, why would you feel like it would be appropriate to get somebody to communicate with you by talking to them like that? The same thing go when we're talking to our children. Use your words. Learn how to talk. Being aggressive. like In order for people to be, feel safe with you, and that's what you want. You want the people who communicate and talk to you to feel safe. It's more than just saying, you know, you could talk to me about anything, right? When you don't create a space for a person to feel like they can talk to you about anything. It's more than saying those things. Like we have to lead with our actions. I got to show you that you can talk to me about anything. And, and I feel like in, a, in the beginning, it was so like hard for me to be like, babe, like use your words. You don't got nothing to say. Like I would do those things. And I turned it into, you know what, babe, take your time. Like, how do you feel? Take your time. Like, don't like, there's no rush. Because we're going to get there. Or not expecting to have, or when he finally does talk, not expecting it to be a long, drawn out, deep response. Because that's what I want. Because this is a baby step. This is a marathon. I'm not rushing and forcing somebody to just be on a 12th grade reading level when they just, when they just got enrolled in school. I'm taking my time and it's okay. But also being honest with yourself if you are also are not at a place in your life where you have time to be patient with somebody that can't communicate. Do you got time for this shit? Do you feel like you're too old for this? That's fine too. I feel like at my biggest age, I don't have time for this. And the only reason why I was able to give my partner grace is because when we were dating and talking to each other, 
and we were asking each other questions to get to know, know each other. I said, and tell me something that your exes will say about you and they will all agree on. And he said that I'm a bad communicator. And I'm able to give him grace because he knew that this was a problem that he worked, needed to work on. And I continued to talk to them, talk to him. So if a person tells you something like that, and you continue to talk to them. And that's that. I can't complain too much. I'm here by choice. But I don't never want you to make people feel bad because they don't do something as good as you. The same thing with, with our, on our healing journeys. People don't realize on the healing journeys of growing and evolving and stuff like that, they lose relationships because they become so filled with ego as if they better than so much, so, so many people because they're working on themselves. Oh, you sitting around watching TV and stuff like that? I don't watch that kind of ratchet TV. I read books. Or I'll be listening to music and meditating and stuff on my yoga mat. Now you're just talking down to everybody. Last week you was drinking Hennessy and smoking hookah. Now you're just better than everybody. Come on. Come on. You was drinking Patron out the bottle last month. Trying to glue your eyelash on in the bar. Stop judging people. Don't be so, don't be so filled with ego now. Life will have a way of humbling you. Life will have its way of humbling you. So if it's one thing I would tell y'all to not do, it definitely would be that. Giving people grace and just trying to, like, if you love and care about them, making that space safe. So we definitely moved fast in our relationship. And with the communication, that was something that we continued to work through. But when it came to the basic things that I need to be happy in a relationship, I got to know my partner enough to know that they had those qualities and they had good character. So even if it didn't work out, I wasn't afraid. Like I wasn't afraid of this person dogging me or treating like me like crap because above anything, I felt like they had good character. Of course, when you moving fast, it's things that you're going to learn about them to being messy and all types of things. When y'all start living together, all these different things you're going to learn. But I just want you to focus on, does this person have good character? So when we moved fast, I don't freaking know how fast we moved, but I know it was fast. I know within at least two and a half, three months, they asked me, I want to say two months. They they text me and said, I want you to be my girlfriend. And I'm like, what? Like, I got to think about it. Of course, like, I know I wanted to say, yeah, but I wanted to play hard to get for whatever reason. And I think I said, yeah, maybe the next day or shit, maybe a couple hours later. I probably couldn't even play hard to get that long. We start being more serious when it came to like seeing each other and they got hurt from when he was playing basketball and that changed the dynamic of our relationship. (coughs) It changed our dynamic of our relationship because now I'm in a relationship with a person who is healing from an injury and they're being hard on themselves and they're depressed. They're going through a lot. They can't run and do everything that they used to. And I always say that this was so trying in our relationship and it was a good test for us because I feel like if I could get through that with you then we could get through anything because I'm just getting to know you and who you are and all these different things and now I'm dating you at a place in your life where you're not your best self you're not your best self and I love and I love and care about you anyway and it was really hard it was really really hard but we got through that so the moral of the story is sometimes when you move fast, it does work. But making sure that you're move if you if you do move fast, that this person has good character. But I also didn't move fast with sex. 
I did not have sex fairs. I was celibate when I met them. I was not rushing. I was not rushing to have sex. I wanted my partner to get to know me for who I am. I'm such a good person in my opinion. And I'm so nice and I'm so giving and nurturing. Like, I'm just so like, I'm just so, I feel like I'm a great person to have in your life. And I feel like some people know that and they use it. I feel like some people stick around just in case they need me and they're not good friends or they're not genuine. And all I wanted was to be with a person that just could see me could see me for exactly who I am and the things that I do for other people and not what I could do for them. Like, I wanted a person to just be with me because, like, she's so funny. She's so, like, she's such a good mom. Or, like, she has a great podcast where she talks to people on Self-Care Sunday and get more women to love themselves, and I think that's so beautiful. But I did not want the basis of our relationship to be built on, oh, I fucked this girl last night, that pussy was good. Or she got a nice crib. I'm going to start staying at her crib. Or I'm going to ask her to drive her car. I did not want the, ba the basis of my relationship to be built on all the things I could do for another person. I just want a person to love me for who I am. And to be able to see me for who I am. Like really see me. Not other things. And it's okay. Because the times where I've been in relationships and they've been focused on other things. I'm accountable enough to say I've put those things that I could do for other people on the forefront. I put that on display as to what as a way to convince people that I'm good enough or pick me or look what I could do for you or I could be better than anybody else you've ever been with. Choose me over her. I'm accountable to, enough to say, you know what? I forgive myself and I, because because I was operating from a place of wanting to be chose. I forgive myself for not knowing my worth enough that I felt like I needed to be cho chosen by somebody else in order for me to feel loved, in order for me to feel valued or appreciated. I needed to be chose by somebody. And I was I was willing to be used in order to get there, to get there. So I was always the girl that was doing too much or over and extending herself, just being a people pleaser, just being too nice for people who did not deserve it at all. Just for me, for them to give me the ass to kiss. But I walked into that shit I can't tell a user not to be a user. I can't tell a manipulator not to manipulate. All I can do is control what I can control. I can control what I give and what I show people. I can take my time with getting to know people. I can take my time with dating. I cannot have sex fast. I can take the proper precautions that I need to protect myself, but also not protect myself so much that I don't allow anybody in to get to know me because I know every person is not a bad person. And there is people who, out here who want to love me, who will care about me, who want to show up for me. And I don't want to protect myself so much that I'm operating in a place of survival. Now I don't let anybody in, but I'm definitely operating from a place of being more cautious and selective. So yes, I took my time, but I still didn't compromise on the fact that I didn't want to have sex right now. I wanted a person to focus on me and who I am. I wanted to get to know them. I wanted to know, are we compatible when it comes to having fun? Do we consider the same things fun? Do we both like to go out to eat? Do we both like to travel? Do we both like to wake up Monday morning and talk about how this is the week that we're going to go on a diet and get in shape? Yes, me and my man do that every Monday. Every Monday we say that this is the week we're going to be healthy. We fell every week. 
We fell. I've been doing Pilates, though. Don't y'all forget that. I've been doing my Pilates, girl. But knowing that I'm with a person that, you know what? I could walk around with my bonnet on or my stocking cap and pass him my wig and tell him, just put my wig up for me real quick. I don't feel like getting up. A person that I can authentically be myself with and I know that they love me anyway. That I don't feel like I have to constantly put a mask up and pretend to be somebody else because that's the mask that I had on when I met them and now I have to maintain it. Nope. This person loves me for exactly who I am because in the beginning I showed them. And I don't want y'all in places or with people who make you feel like you have to always constantly show up as your best because some days you won't feel like that shit. I don't want you to be in places where the person makes you feel like you have to be insecure or you have to change things about yourself or I got to keep my hair done 24-7 or I got to wear makeup or I got to make sure I'm always looking nice. Sometimes a bitch just want to relax with her bonnet on, on the couch watching Housewives of Potomac and eating some leftovers. Please give me a goddamn break. Love shouldn't feel like pressure. It should feel like a river. It should feel like a lake. It should feel like something just flowing effortlessly. So when I think of something healthy and I think of something that is going in a good way or a good direction, that's what I think of. Something that is flowing naturally that does not need to be forced, convinced, begged for any of those things. So that's just some things for you to think about. Have you been experiencing it? Have you been there? Have you done it? Let me know how you're feeling. We're going to wrap this up. The moral of the story is I don't want y'all having sex too fast. I want you to have intimate relationships with people who value you, love you, appreciate you, at least some type of connection. I don't want you out here just giving your body to anybody, wasting your time and getting in situations that you could have avoided. Okay. I'm not telling nobody what to do, but sheesh. I'd rather you wait three months and be like, damn, he ain't shit, but at least I ain't have sex with him. Then for you to have sex with him after one week and now you getting treated like shit and you feeling like you wasted your time and you trying to make it work. And if you're going to move fast or you feel like something is moving fast, I hope that it's with a person that you truly believe in your heart is a person of good character and really cares about you. And if you're not sure, it's okay to say this is moving too fast for me. We need to move slow. It is okay for us to voice and express, I don't want to have sex right now. I'm not ready. Or I want to wait. We're rushing. I want to slow down. I want to get to know you more. I want to have fun more. It is okay to voice and express your needs. You do not have to settle or accept what is available to you. You don't. So when a person asks you, where do you want to eat? You are allowed to say, Eddie Reese, Ruth Chris, Steak 48, STK, Ocean Prime, Chipotle if we're just chilling. It is okay for you to express and be sure of what you are looking for, what you want, what you desire, and what you need. Especially when you know that there is no limit for the things that you would do for another person. And that's the message. I hope everybody has a great day. I hope everybody enjoyed their self-care Sunday. I love y'all so much and keep doing the work.